With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Well, hello and welcome to Steelers Today. He's Dale Lawley. I'm Dan Kovacvich. We're from DK Pittsburgh Sports. And... Dale, don't you ever have good news for us? What's with you and all the bad news? I'm not the bearer of bad news. Uh, you just, are the bearer, I just, actually. I'm just the guy who brings it to you, uh, you know, in terms of, of that. I guess Mike Tomlin would be the bearer of bad news today with, with the additions of Alex Highsmith and Ben Roethlisberger to the injury reports. We'll see where that goes with that. Um, you know, a, a fourth groin injury, this will be with, with Highsmith. And with Roethlisberger, a pectoral injury. It's his left side, not his throwing uh throwing side, so we'll see where he's at with that. Roethlisberger wouldn't have practiced Wednesday regardless, so it's not a big deal in terms of that. We'll see where he's at later in the week, we'll, you know, and, and we'll see with the other guys who have the groin injuries, Joe Hayden, uh, Devin Bush, and T.J. Watt, where they're at uh, later in the week as well. I'm hearing that, you know, that there's a potential that, that Hayden can, can get back on the field this week. They tested him out in, in, in warm-ups on uh, Sunday, uh, decided to keep him shut down for the week. So there's a good chance that, that that's a possibility. I actually saw T.J. Watt this morning um, when I was walking in. He's not walking with a limp or anything. There was no big wrap on the, on the, on the, the groin or anything like that. That doesn't mean that he's you know, 100% yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do like to see the fact that he's walking. There was no limp or anything like yeah. that. You know, I think this is something that... Uh, you know, it shouldn't be a long-term injury. Let's put it that way. Well, that's actually, if you want to take anything out of this that's a positive, if you go back over every one of these injuries, the only one that leaps out at you is long-term, because it will be long-term, is Tyson Alualu. If you go over, you mentioned all of the various groin injuries, but the other one that's, that's notable in the mix is Deontay Johnson with the knee. Now, we saw Deontay initially hurt that knee up in Buffalo, and we thought, wow, this is it. This is the end. And he came back and, and played great. Uh, so maybe this is going to be one of those things. It might just be something that he has to manage, you know, over yeah. the course of the season. And he's going to get banged up at times. It, it then becomes a pain tolerance thing. Actually, you know, Ben Roethlisberger talked about that last week when we spoke to him um, on Wednesday and, and said, you know, that's something where he's seen some growth from Johnson. He said, look, you know, last year, or in previous years, where, oh, yeah. you know, Deont- Deontay would suffer, you know, su- have something like he that. He might happen. not have come back. He might not come back. Again, there's a difference in the league between being hurt and being injured. Um, you know, if you're hurting, everybody in the league is hurting yeah. at some point or another. If you're injured, you can't play. Yeah, that's the difference. And so, you know, what can you play through? What are you willing to play through? And how effective are you 
playing through said injury determines how much you're going to, you know, whether you play or not. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, we can we can look at the Cincinnati Bengals and say, well, hey, this is a perfect week. You know, if you're going to have a bunch of players banged up, you want them to be. I don't be, know that it is, though. But then, but then you look at the way the Bengals have competed in their first two games, uh, winning one and then losing the other by a field goal. Uh, no, you know. I'll Especially in facing Joe Burrow, you know? I'll say this, and, and, and Mike, I, I said this after the game on, on Sunday, and I'll say it again here, and Mike Tomlin also said it today. There's a difference between knowing that, that hey, we're not going to have this guy, this guy, and this guy available this week, and then coming up with a plan to, to prepare for that, as opposed to... Losing just, them in lo- the middle of the game. Losing them yeah. in the middle of the game. <laughs> or in the case of Bush and, and, and Hayden last week, on Friday, when when the, the hay is largely in the barn at that point, yeah. like, you, you know you've you've game planned all week long that you're going to have those guys available, and then at the last second they're kind of taken out of the equation. You can change some things quickly. Uh, you do have a little bit of time, but it's not like knowing on Monday, hey, we're not going to have it these really guys available. Really throws the coaches, and all you need to know about that is that when we were up in Buffalo after the game, after this really really big win, right? Tomlin, one of the very first things he brought up when he was talking about overcoming adversity was the fact that they had found out in warm-ups that Robert Spillane had hurt his shin. And it you could tell that it really... Now, Spillane wasn't even set to start that game, but it throws off everything that they want to do. And the, it used to drive them nuts about James Conner more than anything. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was that he'd get hurt in games. And like, really, dude? You yeah. know? <laughs> you got his five carries this week, and now you're going to stand on the sideline for the rest of the game when... We came into this game, it, it, you know, you've already made your inactives at that point. So you don't, it's not like you can bring more guys up to, to take that guy's mm-hmm. place. So you're kind of stuck with what you have, and, and it just affects everything that you do from there on out. As we saw against the Raiders, you know, you, you take T.J. Watt out of the equation. You take Tyson Alualu out of the equation. Isaiah Bugs got nicked up a little bit in that game, but yeah, then he came did. back in. Um, all of a sudden, that rotation that you were using becomes – just these guys, oh, yeah. and they get worn down in the fourth quarter. That's just that's why you use that rotation. Yeah, in particular, Cam Hayward. When we come back, we're going to talk a lot about this defensive line. Stay with us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome back to Steelers Today. He's Dale Lolly. I'm Dan Kovacevic. And Dale, I mentioned just before the break, defensive line. It's actually the whole defensive front that's yeah, in jeopardy. Really, now. I mean, if you look at it, you know, you, there's a potential that, that you're not going to have Watt and Highsmith this week. You already know you're down uh, Alo, Alo and Stefan Tuitt. So really four of the front guys in the front five that, yeah. it, again, it is the best defensive front in football you may not have this week. Now, luckily for them, they did sign Melvin Ingram. That gives you a guy there. But there's the possibility you may be looking at Jameer Jones. They've signed Taco Charlton to their to their practice squad. He's a former first-round pick uh, of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see where that goes. They get some other guys on the practice squad as well that can play uh, you know, out on the edge there. But, uh, yeah, it's not, not exactly uh, where you want to be at at this point. Well, not in a week where you're going against Joe Burrow and you want to put pressure on him and you want to make sure that you're sealing the pocket and he's not able to do the rollouts and other things that he's – I mean, he's good at everything. But I'll say this. He's been sacked already this year once every seven pass, pass attempts, which is way too much. Yeah. I, I think that they'll get pressure on him regardless of who starts, who starts the game uh, or who plays in this game. The thing that concerns me, if I'm the Steelers, is Joe Mixon. Uh, they've run Joe Mixon 46 times already. Uh, you know, he's he's one of the league leaders in, in, in rushing attempts, and he's second in the league in rushing yards. They can't let Joe Mixon get rolling because then it takes away from what, you, what you're able to do on the back end. Yeah, this is – when you start looking at some of the names that could replace the players who would be out, on one hand, there are a couple of guys that – you know, you and I know had 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 good camps that we that we like in between Bugs if he's okay and Carlos Davis, who the Steelers internally, by the way, just love this guy and his athleticism and and all that. Uh, Ingram, you mentioned, is obviously a, a, a big component. Ingram is the guy that I kind of I circle him more than anyone else because we have also seen him line up at a lot of different places. And he's not at all going to be shy about taking on a starring role because he's played that in his career. The only concern I have with Ingram at this point is, you know, you brought him in to be, you know, maybe a 20, 25 snap a game guy. And now mm-hmm. you're going to start asking him to play 50 or 60 sure snaps. Yeah. And he's 32. He's been nicked up the last few years. Uh, you know, you wonder, you don't want to lose that that piece as well just because you have you had to overplay him because of injuries elsewhere. That, that to me, is a concern. You'd like to have Melvin Ingram available in week 16 and 17, um, you know, just as much as you'd like to have him available now. See, now here's my worry. The other day at Heinz Field, renegade place. I know, I know. I'm sure he'll have something to and say what happens? this. They go right what, down the field to score. Was they they put, score. They put Isaiah Loudermilk and Jameer Jones out there. Well, that's who's going to be playing, Dale. Well, that's why I want to bring this up, because you saw and I saw, and everyone saw, that there was no pressure. There was nothing coming from these guys. Well, and They it, doubled Cam. And it forced them to start blitzing again, and that's what happened on the 61-yard pass, you know, pass completion. They sent six on that play. It was a fire zone blitz. And they got there, too. The only thing was Trey Norwood kind of pulled up at the end. Uh, that's knowing who you're playing against because as he got up to there, as he got up the car, uh, he kind of hesitated, like he expected Carr to try to roll around him a little bit. That's not who Carr is. No, he's if, just going to let know, it go. If that's Lamar Jackson, that's different. And that's a guy coming out of the Big Twelve where every quarterback is mobile, and you're rushing here against Derek Carr, who's not the most mobile quarterback. Just go get him. Uh, but 
you know, in that situation, it's a learning th- process for everybody. The Steelers are one and one right where everybody thought they would be after two games this year. You expected, you know, the, oh, yeah. you expect this is where you expect them to be at one and one after two weeks. That's where they're at. It's going to be a learning process. Uh, the, you know, it, it, they've had some bumps here. There's no doubt about well, it. Well, in it, order to get to two and one, though, I'm wondering if they don't need to blitz to go back to blitzing. You know, I mean, obviously, we'll see. I mean, I, I think if they can get there with four against the Bengals and I think they, the Bengals offensive line, people were complaining about the Steelers offensive line. The Bengals offensive line stinks, stinks. Yeah, but you're saying that, but you also just told everybody that Mixon is got well, Mixon, all these rushing yards. Mixon is, is one of the top. He's five, really good. He's a top five <laughs> back in the NFL. Yeah, that's he's one of the guys that you point to and you say, hey, that's why the Steelers should take should take Najee Harris here. Top running backs get yards regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you might say, well, why isn't Najee Harris doing that now? It's game two. Let's give him a little bit of time here to, to find his footing. Well, we're starting to carries, see flashes. And carries. Yeah, we're starting that, that, to see that's flashes. That's the other, I mean, let's keep in mind that he's had, was it 26? Something like that. Something carries. Like that, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he hasn't really run the ball, you know. Right. And when he's gotten the ball in space, as you saw in the 25-yard touchdown the other day, you know, he's made stuff happen. Yeah, so. do more of that. Get him the ball in space. In Throw space. him the football more. In that's, that's, space. You know, that, that will loosen up everything in the running game as well. Instead of crashing the line of scrimmage when they think there's, there's going to be a run, um, you know, play action to Najee Harris and let him go, you know, outrun a, a, a linebacker who's crashing the line of scrimmage, tossing the ball, and he's into the secondary. That works too. Yeah, no question. Thanks for watching.